We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principle. Here we are, episode 497. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Uh, today, uh, we have as our guest, Eric McKelke, who's been on the show before, and but we're going to introduce something a little bit different. Eric is actually going to be taking over the Transformative Principle podcast this year. I've recorded a bunch of episodes already, so you'll still hear my voice over the next year, but Eric is going to be interviewing people to help him because he recently took over a position as principal of a high school in eastern Wyoming, which is different from where he was before. So um, so we're going to run the first podcast of each month is basically going to be a coaching call between me and Eric and probably about 30 minutes and we're going to jump on the call. We're going to hit record and then we're just going to publish it and see how things go. Um, and then the other times you're going to get to hear him as he's leading a new school, uh, start learning about some of the things that he wants to do. He's an experienced principal, so it's not his first rodeo. And he will have uh, the opportunity to ask questions to help him get better. One of the things that I've said for years is that I do this podcast so that I can learn how to be better myself. And I take advantage of relationships and networks to learn how to do that. And then I just share that with you. So if you go back and listen to all these previous 496 episodes, you get to hear my educational philosophy change and grow and develop and become more nuanced. And you get to hear stupid questions that I've asked that I look back down and think, oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> it's just crazy. So um, so Eric, the, I'm going to turn it on you here. What, what are you thinking about this kind of new assignment, this new opportunity to do the podcast specifically, and then 
also lead this new school? And how do you think doing the podcast is going to help with that? Yeah, thanks, Jethro. I I knew this was going to be something that I needed needed help with, just being in a new position, a new district, a new community. But after being a couple of weeks in, I really know I need it. Um, <laughs> you know, when you when you make a change like that, you know you've got a lot to learn, and you got to be intentional about what you're doing. Um, but there's already been days I've gone home even before students and staff showed up where I felt like a first year teacher, like man, I need help. I, I, so I'm excited to, to use this as an opportunity for you and I to have our, our much monthly coaching, um, and talk about some of those successes and challenges that we're working through in a new position, but also to build, you know, some podcast episodes where we have experts with those topics that can say, Hey, coming in new, when you're looking at this, here's, here's some strategies to use. So I think it's going to be awesome. It's really going to help me. And I know with turnover and education being what it is these days, you know, it's not just teachers. There's a lot of new administrators, a lot of administrators changing roles. And I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty popular topic that, um, you know, listeners are going to be able to hop on and listen to some specific things that they feel like will help them with those same challenges. Yeah, I, I think so too. And it's really amazing how, um, how you can meet people who recognize the challenges that you're facing and are experiencing them as well. And then it's a really cool experience when they can talk to you and say, hey, this was exactly what I needed help with. In fact, um, I just got an email from Melissa Sherman, who's been on the podcast, and she she had somebody else recommend a book to her, uh, The Designing for Belonging by Susie Wise, who I had on the podcast a few weeks ago. And then she emailed me and said, hey, I really appreciate it because I heard your interview with her. I realized somebody had recommended that book to me. So I went back and read it and then did a whole PD session with my teachers after they came back around that topic. And it was just like really nice. And so you'll start to hear those things as well. And what's cool is that you always feel alone, right? When you have these challenges and the reality is, is you're not, (laughs) you've got so many people who are experiencing something similar. And, but as a leader, you just feel alone and you feel like nobody else can understand or gets it. How do you relate to that in this situation? Do you, do you see that yet? Is that something that you are looking forward to not having to feel alone or what do you thought? What do you think about that? No, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. And I think, especially if you're an administrator in a small district, you're the only administrator at that level. You know, there's one high school principal in the district. And so People are always great, and the people here in my new community district are are very helpful. But then when things hit the level of, well, that's a high school issue, it's kind of like, well, good luck. That that's kind of, you know, something that only you can change, fix, improve. And so it's I it's easy to feel that way. It's like, man, who else can I even reach out to? But you just gotta remember, it's 2022. You're you're not having to send faxes or telegrams to, to get help. Like you can go find resources and there's thousands of people in your same position dealing with the same challenges and learn from them instead of recreating mm-hmm. the deal. So yeah, I'm, I'm already feeling that for sure. I, I know even in bigger districts, you know, there might be four junior high principals, but it's like, well, at our school, this is a unique thing that only we deal with. 
And the truth is there's schools all over the country that deal with the same stuff. Kids are kids, parents are parents, teachers are teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just got to remember, like, you just got to reach out. You got to go find, find some help. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of reaching out, um, people can reach out to you. I'm sending you, I haven't told you, but I'm setting you up an email address, eric at transformativeprincipal.com so that people can reach out and send you ideas, suggestions, what have you, guest suggestions, whatever the case may be, because I want people to be able to connect with you and say, here's what I'm dealing with. Now, everybody loves a new email address, right? <laughs> and so Eric at Transformative Principal, that will be the the place where people can get a hold of you. Um, and then uh, you are not very big on social media. Is that right? I'm not. I do have I do have Twitter. And as soon as you brought this up, I'm like, I got to pull up my account so I remember <laughs> what it is because I don't want to say it wrong. But yeah. let me pull that up. I'm I'm not an active user. Honestly, I I kind of use it to creep. Like I don't post and create yeah. content and stuff, but I'll use it um, to to find things or follow some different chats. Yeah. Um, well, uh, that is called lurking, and that's lurking. totally fine too. Yep. And <laughs> uh, you can follow him on Twitter at e mckelky e m a k e l k y. I was I was ready for this. <laughs> so. And even better than following me, tweet at me. That's there, right. There won't be a lot of new content, but I can I can get on there and be a little more active, Jethro. Yes. Yep. So I think uh, I think that'll be good, and I think you'll have some some good interactions as you relate to people and um, and connect with them online as well. And there is uh, there's quite a following of people on online, and I like going through and looking at who mentions my podcast but not mentioning me because that's kind of a that's kind of cool so um so anyway uh let's talk about some of the things that you think you're going to need help and support with um as a new principal so basically the the topics that you would like to be thinking about and planning about for podcast episodes but then also just the challenges that you're going to face yeah um a big one that I, I think is true anytime you, you make a move to a new community as a, as a building leader is trying to match your expectations um, with the culture that's already in place. Because mm-hmm. I know that when you come in new, um, there's already kind of that feeling of, oh, here comes an outside person to help, you know, manage a school, educator, our kids. Um have expectations for staff and making sure that, you know, you, you got to be respectful of and aware of the culture in the community. But at the same time, that doesn't mean it, it has to be the way it's always been, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's academics or attendance or activities or instruction, like we can raise the bar, but trying to do it in a way that, that people feel like you're still, you're still understanding of their culture and the way things have been. Um, Cause I know that that can create a lot of challenges and, and get off to the wrong foot coming in as a new building administrators. Like, you know, who's this guy coming from wherever trying to, trying to change everything. So yeah. I, I know that's a big one. Um, and that's a topic 
you know, I'm going to reach out and interview. It's probably more than one expert on because when you come in new, you got to have some things in place before you even know the the background expectations, the culture of the community. You can't you can't wait two years and say, well, now that I know how things are valued here, we're going to make changes. Um, that that's not effective. So how, how can you how can you match up your expectations as the as the building principal um, from day one with staff and with students and with families mm-hmm. um, in a positive way? I know that I know that that's going to be a challenge, and I knew that coming in. I think that'd be the same same anywhere. Yeah, for sure. That's a super exciting question to tackle. I have so many thoughts, but. That's not what this calls about. So what other topics do you have? I think one that I knew was going to be an obstacle and a challenge, but it's also a huge opportunity is when you're coming in as a new administrator, how are you being intentional with your new teachers? I I know a lot of places or everywhere, it's probably safe to assume there's been a lot of turnover, a lot of staff leaving or changing positions. And it's felt different being a new administrator and not having things in place for the new staff. Um, but like our, our, just our certified staff at, at the building level, I think we have seven new certified teachers plus a new secretary and a new assistant principal AD. And it's like, wow, that's a huge slice of the pie. If you're looking at our whole staff is brand new and I'm brand new. Um, so how, how can you, can you approach that coming in new yourself without things in place, you know, whether it's formal mentorships um, or informal things, just making sure that your new staff has a sense of what, what's expected of them. They're welcomed. They know, you know, what good instruction looks like, um, what's important, what should be a priority. Uh, that, that I think is just more challenging when you're new as the principal. It's like, man, I, I, I didn't know where to start with that other than just reach out, welcome, glad you're here. But that's not what's going to retain quality staff, which right now is the big tug of war. We're all fighting. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So I'm hearing retaining and attracting staff as well in there. And are you talking about your teachers new to you or rookie teachers in their first year teaching or both? Both. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So just want to make sure I clarified that. Good. So that'll be a big topic, a good thing. Um, And I I think that this is a a question that we need to be constantly asking of how to improve retention and recruitment of teachers, because it's we've known there's going to be a teacher shortage for years. And all COVID did was speed that up and made more people leave. And, you know, it's just a reality that we have to live with and we've got to find a way to go through it and do it better. Um, Mm -hmm. So what's another topic that you're thinking of? Building trust with families. So coming in new, you, you, you have a lot of parents that reach out, which I love when they call the email or they just come in, Hey, just so you know, here's kind of the history of things that have gone on. And, you know, those are things that you, you weren't even here. You don't know why things happen. You just hear part of the story but when you're coming in new, I think I think parents and families and community members are kind of sitting back seeing like, all right, how's this new administrator operating? How are things going? And, and coming in new, how can you 
how can you start being positive and proactive with communication and ultimately building trust with people outside of the building, starting with starting with families. Yeah, very exciting. So those are three pretty big topics, but they all seem to have like a sense of urgency to them that you've got to start figuring some of this stuff out pretty quick. Before we move on, let's hear from our sponsors. So let's look at the end of the year. At the end of this year, what will need to happen to make it a successful year? How will you know that you've done what you needed? What's your big goal for this year? I've changed it more than five times. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you walk in, you're kind of idealistic and you're like, all right, here's the goal. Here's how we're going to measure success, define success. Um, here's our criteria. And then as you kind of start to pull the curtain curtains back and see more of, you know, current reality, it's like, all right, we got to be realistic with our goal. And I've, I've, I've changed, I don't know how many times really, like at the end of the day, what is the priority? Because if everything's important, nothing's important. Um, and so one nice thing, our district here in Converse 2 already has goals and measurable criteria from the district level down to the building level and those were in place and so my my current goal for the school year i hope it doesn't change now that school started and i i have a little better footing underneath me is improvement our, our goal is based on those same measurables and where we've been we want marked improvement okay yeah good so from a school leadership perspective or a um a personal leadership perspective are there any other goals that you're thinking of that are not like measurable student achievement outcomes but something else that you would like to say was a success from this year yes and and these are kind of hand in hand but the big one is defining the culture that we want at our school mm -hmm. Like many schools, the culture is kind of up and down based on new hires or retirements and, you know, things are up, things are down, but, but starting day one with staff, like defining this is the culture that we want in our school. And then ultimately what that's going to do and my personal goal that you and I have talked about how this is difficult to measure, you know, with numbers and, and spreadsheets, but building trust with staff. And I think if they feel like this is the vision, this is the type of school we want for us as adults, but ultimately for kids to to show up and learn and be safe every day, that'll go a long ways to okay, this this new administrator, you know, is making things clear. We understand expectations. We know why this is important. Hopefully, there's some things we can quit doing that that have always been done that aren't tied to the priority because um, i know that's a great way with staff we're always asking them to do more and add new things and we got a new program for this but it's also nice to make a list of hey we i know we've always done this but we don't have to take it off mm -hmm. your list don't worry about it um and i know that's something that staff just like parents and even students when you come in new it's like well let's wait and see see how this new principal does 
Yeah. And, and I think there's a natural tendency to have that wait and see approach, but the, the sooner you build that trust, the quicker that wait and see goes away and they start to see, right. And that is a really powerful place to be because then when people trust you, then all kinds of other things can happen, uh, in really amazing ways. So, so that's very exciting. Um, so we're going to, we're going to do this uh, each month. We're going to talk and share the things that you're dealing with and struggling with, and then we're going to put it out on the podcast. And then you're going to interview people to help you with those things as well. And so for each session, I'll recommend people to for you to interview that I know of. You'll find people that you, you know, that you through your lurking on Twitter or whatever, you find other people and that'll be great. And then um, if you're listening to this, we also want you to let us know who you think he should interview, who's got some good insight on these things as well. So feel free to reach out again, Ema Kelke on Twitter, Eric at transformativeprinciple.com, Jethro at transformativeprinciple.com. Let us know and we'll, we'll make these things happen. One of the things that I'm really excited about is seeing your growth over the course of this year and checking back in on these goals that you've set and seeing what is working well, what is not realistic, what is, you know, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed optimism, (laughs) and what is the stark reality of what you have to deal with day-to-day as a principal. And it's easy to get fired up and excited about things at certain times of the year, and then really hard sometimes to put those things into practice. So I'm looking forward to this journey with you. I think it's going to be awesome. Any parting words before we sign off? I think this was a great idea and I'm really appreciative uh, of you being being willing to let me, you know, kind of highlight like these are some of the challenges coming in new. And I'm, I'm really hopeful that there's, there's listeners out there that are going to benefit from that. Um, And it, you know, it can be uncomfortable. I'm sure it will be for me at times, just being honest, being vulnerable, like, man, I'm really struggling with this or, or this is what we're working on. Um, but it's going to be exciting to look back on, like you said, at the end of the school year, how much I've improved and learned and, and grown. So just want to say thanks for the opportunity. I'm, I'm really excited about it, Jethro. Cool, cool. <clears throat> we don't know how it's going to go, actually. And we may get two months into it and say, we're not doing this anymore. And I'm giving us permission right now to change our minds. But overall, thinking about this as a year-long process and being able to have a record of your growth and development over the course of the year, I think is going to be really eye-opening for people and insightful. And um, and the reason why I asked you, and I think this is really important to say out loud also, is that you have shown in the mastermind your willingness to be vulnerable and your willingness to admit that you don't have all the answers. And to be honest, that's really exciting. It's exciting to hear people who are real about what they're dealing with and not you know, hiding the challenges that they face in the shadows. And, you know, you are a very authentic person and willing to, to put yourself out there. It's going to be a little different audience. You know, your teachers may be listening to this and may say, oh, Eric said this in the podcast and now he's doing this. Like they'll call you out for sure. (laughs) And, and that, uh, that'll be exciting too, because I know you want to be an authentic leader and you've shown that to me time and time again. And I, I hope that this is a great opportunity for that to happen. 
Yeah. I told their staff the first in-service day, you know, the truth is I can tell I can tell you whatever I want, but until I show you, it, it, there's not a lot of weight to it. So That's yeah, right. it's good accountability. I, I, I welcome it. I think it'll, it'll be a positive. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, this will be a fun experiment. I'm excited for it. And I look forward to everybody uh, joining in and listening and, and hopefully these, uh, these podcast episodes that you record and that we record together will be beneficial and impactful to people's lives. Awesome. Thanks, Jethro. Thank you. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.